Brothers. One podcast. It's Smackmouth Fantasy Football. Welcome in, Dynasty family. It's the next edition of Meet the League. I am your commissioner, Sean, joined by my selfish brother and your co-commissioner, Connor. Yes, selfish. He took his family to Florida last week, and well, you guys didn't get a podcast because of it. Poor planning on his part. Didn't give me enough heads up to pre-record or anything. Connor, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. I'm a little tired, but... uh doing great i do apologize for the for the miscommunication on that but uh you know what we're going forward and and the people will listen this week well tonight as i said the next edition of meet the league and it's a special one and let's bring that person in right now tonight we have a team from the no-name division because Connor's lazy and hasn't named his division yet. She is the manager of the Dirty South Spartans. You know her as Orange Katie08. She is Katie Guthrie. Welcome in. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Do you have any tips or maybe suggestions to Connor of things he could name the division? Oh gosh, that was the one thing that I didn't research was what to name the division. But I, I still feel like we have to do something that involves the tits. I mean, why not? Two of us in the same division that like them, after all. Can't speak for the rest of the people, but hey. Well, potentially there are more that I like them, but. So, Katie, we've known you for a long time. This interview will mostly probably be for the league as opposed to us. But how long would you guess that you've known Connor and I and our family? Uh, well, our families have kind of orbited around each other for a long time. I think that comes with being a woman. And, uh, it, uh, I've known you guys for forever, but I mean, you're a year younger than me, Sean, so we've always been in school together, except for what, when you were like in the eighth grade and I was in the ninth grade. And then we've really just been friends, probably more through Connor and my brother. So I guess our moms are best friends. At least that's what they tell me. I don't know. Um, at one time, Connor was my other brother, but I think he dumped me whenever uh, I made some uh, trade deals with you instead of him. So there you go. It's not just it's not just him. It's just that every time that we had a deal, yeah. I mean, you could basically say that our our mom is the reason that you're in our league because I think I was telling her about our fantasy football, and she's like, "Oh, well, Katie." Loves fantasy football. You need to bring her into one of your leagues. Uh, actually, yes, you're definitely right, because I do remember her talking about that. And, uh, you know, sometimes I like to try and plot against you guys with her, but she's always going to choose you. Something about grandkids or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll take away her grandkid time. Yeah. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> I won't. All right, everybody. Connor didn't hit record. So Sean's going to do a quick recap of what you missed. 
Katie, Sean, and Connor have known each other a long time. Basically, Sean and Connor's mom is the reason Katie is in the league. Katie is not married, doesn't really have any pets, but she does borrow her mom's and her brother's pets from time to time. Katie's brother, his name is Kyle. Him and Connor grew up together, went to high school together, did a lot of things together, including getting trapped in a house with George Kittle. Um, she's originally from Norman. Her day job is a professional chef. She's worked almost every job in the restaurant industry. She worked for a long time at Inner Urban for those that live in Norman and love Inner Urban. She currently cooks for a sorority house. She is in three or four dynasty, three, three or four fantasy football leagues outside of the Smackmouth universe, runs her own eight person league, has back to back championships, so she is a champion. And her college affiliation is OSU. We were just talking about how she is a paddle person and she keeps paddles in her spare bedroom. Yeah, Go ahead, so Katie. Watch out, future boyfriends. I do have paddles. I mean, some <laughs> guys are into that. Whoa. Well, you know, we went there. Can't take it back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that paddle person, uh, you wouldn't know it just by knowing me. But yeah, I have been that crazy screaming fan front row. I don't care who sees it kind of person. Um, you know, I, I take my football pretty seriously. Um, my dorm mates kind of knew that, you know, if we won or lost, if they didn't go to the game and didn't know, they would know by my mood. Um, I have destroyed a couple of pillows before with said paddles. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's an intense kind of thing. My Saturdays or my Saturdays of the past. <laughs> okay, so remind me what years you were at OSU. So I graduated Norman High in 2006. Uh, so that would be the fall of 06 until May of 2010. Uh, my degree was hospitality, so hotel restaurant management. Uh, so it's not a very hard degree to get, not, not a lot of, you know, science or homework. It's a lot of hands-on stuff. So four years and I was done. Although knowing what I know now, had I been able to stretch it out and have a lot more fun in college, I might've done it. I'm still paying for student loans. So why not? Okay. So you were there kind of right around the peak of OSU football, which most would say in mm -hmm. recent years is 2011. If I remember right, the basketball team was pretty decent in those years. So which would you say was, which did you have more fun at or which atmosphere was the best, the football or the basketball when, when it was at its peak? Well, football's my favorite. Uh, it just in general, football is my favorite sport. So I'd probably lean on football. Um, you could only have paddles at football. So as far as getting to, you know, hit the wall and stuff and just, Anybody who's ever been to a college football game, I mean, it's just a whole atmosphere. Um, however, uh, Gallagher-Iba is a very fun arena to be in, and this isn't even a sooner dig. Um, Lloyd Noble is not a good arena. Um, it sucks. No, it's it terrible. sucks. It, it does not provide a good atmosphere. It's it's more theater than arena. Like, now, not, yeah, not on a it can have a good atmosphere, but on a typical night, it is not a, just a run of the mill Tuesday night, big 12 game. It's not the best atmosphere. 
Yeah. So, so Gallagher Iba is, it's a lot of fun. I was always on the front row there too. I mean, you know, that requires getting there about six hours before tip, but Hey, you know, Um, I actually had the most fun though, uh, probably at OSU soccer and softball um, just because some people in the crowd that I ran with, I mean, a lot of us were paddle people, but not everybody. Um, They would do a lot of research. Um, My favorite thing was with softball. They, uh, they made a fake Facebook person. Uh, They named her Les Beyond. And uh, she was from Lynchburg, Tennessee. And unfortunately, all these other girls on these other big 12 teams, I guess, just friend everybody. They didn't really do their research. And uh, so now that they were able to get into their profiles, they would make up all kinds of stuff, you know, ask them about their statuses on, you know, the Wednesday before the game or, you know, how's your car after that wreck? I mean, just crazy stuff. I mean, there was some stuff that even I wouldn't yell at them. But, uh, you know, you did your job right as a fan when the opposing players flip you off and their mom is yelling at you from across the field. So, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One one of those, huh? Yeah. When you bait the fans and you, you know, you flip them the bird or something that only sends us into a frenzy. So yeah. (laughs) Do you really call yourself paddle people? We really call ourselves paddle people. Um, There's not really so much tonight. It's too bad. Connor didn't hit record. Why not? (laughs) Why not paddle pokes or something Mm -hmm. like that? Don't want to be the paddle pokers. The yeah, that paddle sounds poke power. That sounds dangerous. Why not something cool like roughnecks? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that was already taken. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> well, I think that's enough about OSU, don't you think, Connor? Uh, yeah, I, I might have zoned out a little bit since this was uh, – uh, we've talked about it for multiple times since someone did not hit record. Yeah. yeah. Blah, blah. Go pokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, Sean, go ahead and ask her the question you want to with in the startup draft. I know you're going to have to get, you're going to think back a little bit, but oh, yeah. God, so <laughs> the league may remember that Katie tried to ruin the, the league before it even started. She tried to trade her third round pick to Connor for what was it like a four, uh, sixth rounder and a startup draft third rounder it was more than that i uh, just don't remember what it was uh uh-huh yeah explain yourself katie uh so to refresh i tried to trade a third round startup i think i was trying to move up in the rookie draft and being that this is my first dynasty i think maybe at that time i wasn't quite sure what direction i was moving for my maybe first pick anyways. Um, I'm not even sure if at that time, if I knew if I was going with trying to go with a quarterback at that time. So I think that was my idea was, okay, so I'll flip that third or whatever and turn it into like, you know, a second or third in the rookie. But I honestly had no idea what I was doing at that time. Still don't really know what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, thank goodness I was there to save the league. Now, had you known that Devontae Adams was going to be there at 304, would you have stuck or do you like getting Tannehill at the end of the third like you did? Um, I think I like getting Tannehill. I mean, on a small scale, because I get to burn Connor a little, <laughs> just a little. 
But Tannehill has been my guy in several leagues. Um, as you know, from all my other leagues, um, he was a solid pickup for me. In fact, he's probably partially why I won the championship the one time. Well, I, I don't think I had him on my team the first time. So, um, but uh, I knew I needed a quarterback at that time as well. Cause I think I went, I think I went CMC and then Kelsey. So yeah. I knew if I didn't have at least a starting quarterback by that point, by the time it came back around to me, I was really going to be down in like the, uh, the, the Daniel Jones kind of Oof. range. And I, I couldn't handle that, especially with where I knew I was picking in the, the rookie draft. She would have been down there in that David Nelson range. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not me, David. That was, that was the one and only Sean right there. So get me out of that one. Well, in the get off that trade, um, whenever you had the 104, just in the startup draft, did you actually like did it even like pop into your head that you could potentially get CMC there, or were you wanting to go quarterback, or what was your kind of thought process in that moment? Um, after a few days of research, um, my goal was to go quarterback first. I mean, like I said, first time dynasty, everything I'd read. You want a quarterback. I see super flex. That's kind of why. The... And with super flex. And yep. I was trying to treat it like, I guess, like an NFL team that only has offense. Um, and knowing that I wanted to build around a quarterback, but you really can't pass up CMC at that point. If I mean, especially because I didn't get, you know, arguably any of the top three quarterbacks because they all went one, two, three, or maybe one, three, two, depending on how you feel with Murray and Allen. I think, I think that's what happened because I can't get my draft to pull up, but anyways. Yep. You're right. It went Mahomes, Murray, and then Allen. Yeah. So at that point it was value. And like I said, CMC, assuming he doesn't bone me like he did last year on two of my leagues, then uh, should be good. I mean, I'd say if he bones you, you smack him with one of those paddles. Maybe, but he's got a lot of money, so it might I was, be worth I was about it. to say, have, have his That just means he set. can pay you for it. <laughs> well, you know, desperate times. <laughs> yeah, I think that was definitely a good, a good value. Or a, it's, it's hard for you to pass up CMC with just how much of a difference maker he is at the, the running back spot, for sure. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, he's – yes, he is a running back, but – He's essentially a wide receiver at the same time. Yep. I mean, he is the man for their team. And I mean, yeah, there's DJ Moore and stuff like that, but come on, it's the CMC show. And again, I don't know if people heard this for other reasons, but uh, you did say earlier that you like, you like points, you like your, the PPR and you like getting those, those easy, quick points to get the scores up. Yeah. I, I know if I can rely on him to even, even if he has a mediocre day, he's still probably getting like the top end of what a regular running back would score. So it allows me to have other players that maybe if they don't have a great day, you know, talking, you know, less than double digits, then it'll balance it out and, you know, help me out in the end, hopefully. Yeah, no one can really argue against CMC, that's for sure. And then in the middle of the draft, you had a uh, 
I'm pretty sure it was a typing error, which is what led you to grab the one and only T.Y. Hilton um, in the ninth round. Are you (laughs) still happy with this pick or would you do you think you would have rather had had someone else let me pull up the the ninth round <laughs> when i in all in all fairness when i put this question on the show doc i totally forgot <laughs> about the typing error. <laughs> i thought you did let's see going around ty hilton is or going after ty hilton the receivers were marquise brown tyler boyd michael pitt pitman robbie anderson brandon cooks so, so. yeah definitely typing error i think uh isn't this where you should say if you had listened to the pod you would know this by now about the typing error but um yeah so that was yes I was looking for I think at the time when I typed that in I was looking for Thielen to add him to my my queue my stars my my watch list whatever it's called and uh in I think ESPN as soon as you put someone in your queue or whatever it clears the search bar and I think that's where my mind was at. Did not notice it. Got T.Y. Yep. What, so. it, what it was in the in the seventh round, you drafted Adam Thielen at the 704. <laughs> so, and then the eighth round, you selected Logan Thomas. T.H. So, we got the T there. Mm-hmm. And then the, then the ninth round was T.Y. Hilton. And then... Um, so and then after that, you we we uh, I'm pretty sure right after that pick, you realized what had happened and. Yeah, well, I've since <laughs> traded Ty. I think I'm pretty sure I traded him. Um, but looking at the other wide receivers that came after him, uh, I don't love Marquise Brown. I know he's fine, but I think we all know Baltimore doesn't love to throw it. Maybe they're moving that direction. Um, Tyler Boyd, maybe I would have liked him better. I think of all of those and looking at everybody that was picked in the ninth round, I probably, I probably would have taken maybe like Robbie Anderson or even gone with the running back in a Ronald Jones there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, so uh, just for a recap, you did trade uh, T Y Hilton to, to Dylan in a trade where you got Everett and Traquan Smith and Jermichael hasty and whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think, I think hasty was a throwaway. I think I ended up dumping him on our first waivers. So you guys have some commissioner magic that like tracks all that because I'm really having to stretch on what did I do and how did I do it? (laughs) (laughs) We're not tracking waiver ads, but we are tracking trades. You can see like if you go to the player page on sleeper, you can see when they were picked up or dropped or drafted or traded. So uh, I'll, I'll be happy to come back to that when G. Michael Hastie's the starting running back for San Francisco by the end of the year. Did you pick him up? No, but I'm going to now. <laughs> Based on San Francisco's injury history, you're probably not far off. I mean, I had yeah. most of it last year, so. My name that. is Jeff Wilson. Led me to a championship last year, right? All Carl? right. So next <laughs> next we can talk about yes, let, let's just put that out there that Jeff Wilson and Andy Dalton gave him a championship last year. Andy Dalton, my favorite player in the NFL. Go Bears. Red Rocket. rifle. No rifle, right. Not Rocket the red rocket sicko. <laughs> Anyways, um, after your draft mishap, 
you took advantage of my draft mishap when I drafted the wrong H. Bryant. I drafted, I think his name is Hunter Bryant from the Lions. I voiced my displeasure, my... I voiced my sadness on the draft in the draft zoom room that I drafted the wrong one. And he almost made it. He almost made it back to me in Katie Snipes, the real H Bryant, the Harrison Bryant. Why are you really that mean? Uh, That's a two part. Uh, It was a bit of a poker move there. You gave away your cards. And so I did take advantage there. Um, I think I briefly had him in a league last year um, or, I mean, you know, I think he had that one week or something where he went off and he was like, you know, the big talk. And so I figured it wouldn't be a bad pickup either, but yeah, I think at that point it was just a pure poker move and I was hoping to maybe get some trade bait out of it. If nothing else, I, I don't know. Which you did because I tried to get him and then you trade him to my brother why are you really that mean um well that was just a more value type thing what it is yeah i mean you know if i can if i can pin two people against each other you know enemy of my enemy is my friend so Hmm. it's it's probably there's a little bit of you know is it gamesmanship 40 chess whatever in there i'm here for it it was fun and eventually it, it meant that I traded the Titans wide receiver two to Connor in exchange for Justin <laughs> Jefferson and Harrison Bryant. <laughs> yes. We shall see. Do you remember that? Julio. Which full circle, we know that's who Connor wanted for his first wide receiver and you sniped him from him. So yep. I guess we're one big happy family. I still haven't go. figured out. I still haven't figured out if he did that solely for the content on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> or or what but um he's back home i've got my jersey over my desk in my office and sorry i've got one of my jerseys over my desk in my office and everything's all good now yeah i don't think i truly know the answer to that either at this point well if, if we're talking aj brown uh he is on my team in the herb league and um we play a keeper league there. We didn't really talk keepers or anything, but you only get to keep one keeper. And uh, he's probably going to be my keeper this year. Uh, I mean, I do have Kittle on that team, but I just feel like Brown is easily a second round pickup, if not a first round, depending on where your loyalty now, is it and a, strategy lie. Is it a keeper where that one player takes your first round draft pick or you get to keep him at where you drafted him? So it used to be, and uh, so this year, wherever you drafted X player, they move up one round um, with a minimum of fifth round. So one guy in the league picked up Jonathan Taylor, I think, in the seventh or eighth round, and so JT will now be his fifth round pick, if that makes sense. And I believe I picked up Brown in the fourth round last year. And uh, so he will be my third round pick. So I'll still have a one and a two. So I, to me, it feels like good strategy. Uh, and yeah. I like him. It gives me someone to cheer for on my team. So as you say, go tits. Like, which again, full circle, lessons that I have learned thus far in this dynasty league is to go for your guys so you can 
the end of this is you're supposed to have fun. It's so you can cheer for your guys. So why not get the guys that you truly liked before fantasy? Yeah. I just can't wait till we get to week 17 and AJ Brown is standing there on the field, holding his heart, holding your heart in his hand, like the guy from Indiana Jones, because he's got you about four points in the championship game. Boom, 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 boom. Are we talking boom. dynasty championship? Or oh, anywhere. Like Connor's playoff. got Connor's got AJ Brown in almost every single league that we're playing in this year. So, if well, AJ Brown sucks, that means almost every team he has sucks this year. Uh, debatable. I got Allen Robinson and Amari Cooper and. Yep, the red rifle in in the pits. I mean, what up? Does we can, go into the pits. This isn't about you. This is about Katie. Yeah, wait your turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you wanted to talk about the rookie draft. I don't know. You wanted to talk about the rookie draft. So, what do you well. want to know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you picked up an you picked up an extra one, an extra pick from the the trade with Sean that two. Sean said quote unquote you're right said quote unquote uh, saved the league or whatever he said he had to do. Um, but were were there any people that you were legit going for in the rookie draft? Were there? I know you're you're a good big old cowgirls fan, so um, I guess. This is fast-forwarding a little bit. You ended up with Chuba and Tylen Wallace, but was there anyone that you were legit, like had your eye on that you really wanted? So I was definitely shooting for a quarterback at that point. I mean, don't be wrong. I do like Tannehill, and I have Matt Ryan as my QB2. Um, and contract-wise and hopefully health-wise, I've probably got at least – I think Tannehill just signed a long contract extension, but I've got at least another two years, I think with Ryan, but I knew I needed to, you know, try and snag a rookie QB. Um, So I think I did try to trade around and get into that top four, top five. I was pretty confident that you Connor were going to go with Najee, even though that didn't happen for you in the end. So I thought for sure. It was common known information, apparently. Yeah, I thought for sure if I could get into that top five that, you know, I I think I was shooting for Justin Fields. I I think I had messaged uh, Kat at one point to see if maybe she wanted to trade out of her spot. Then again, like I said, I can't remember anything that I've done, so (laughs) maybe I didn't. Um, But yeah, as far as quarterbacks, I knew I wasn't going to get into that one one. So I knew I wasn't going to get Trevor Lawrence. I thought maybe if I could get into that three to five that I might have a shot at Trey Lance, but uh, at that point it was Justin Fields. And finally, when it came around to my turn, I don't have a lot of faith in the jets right off. So Zach Wilson interested me, but not that much. And I didn't want to go with Mac Jones. So that's why I ended up with a wide receiver there with my, what is it? One nine my first round pick, whatever. With that pick, is there a reason why you picked Waddle over the reigning Heisman Trophy winner and Devontae Smith? Um, so all the research I did, they're really close to each other. I mean, obviously Smith won the Heisman. That's totally outside of that. Um, I kind of looked at both their pro teams and 
I feel like the Eagles do like to run it a little more. They try to run it a little more. They maybe not successfully um, for all you Sanders guys out there. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I felt like Tua is not going to run it as much as Jalen is going to run it. Uh, so maybe a few more opportunities for ball catchers than carriers. So that's kind of where I was leaning. And they were so close to each other that it hopefully one over the other wasn't going to break me in the end. Yeah, I like it for sure. That That's kind of a, one of the, because there's a lot of people, everyone said that Jamar Chase was the best uh, wide receiver prospect. and then, But then there were some people that had Waddle or Devontae Smith next. And um, so I was just curious on your, your thought process behind it. Makes sense, though. Yeah. So looking at your team now, we've had basically a quiet period in waiver ads and trades. What do you think or what do you believe is your team's weakest either position or just in general, what's the weakest about your team? Is it depth? Is it your starting lineup? What do you think? Or do you not want to tell? Um, well, I mean, everybody can see my roster, so <laughs> there's not a lot of secrets there. Um, I think if I had to rank my positions and I would probably be, you know, so weakest to strongest in this case, um, probably still pretty weak at QB just, because like we said, in Dynasty, I think we want to build on QBs and just kind of have those for us, especially with Superflex. Um, not super confident in my wide receiver game. And, I mean, I know we just talked about Waddle, but he is a rookie, so you never really know there. Um, I mean, I love Thielen, but uh, you also never know there because, you know, it could be the cook show, and it typically is. Uh and then running back and then tight end, but uh, outside of an injury, knock on wood, I'm pretty solid with Kelsey and tight ends come and go. I mean, you just kind of get lucky with them. It's, if you don't get Kelsey or Kittle or maybe uh, Waller, mm-hmm. it probably doesn't matter who your tight end is. So that's Same. why it's my top position. <laughs> or Hawkinson. <laughs> that's true. Yes, I would take him. We'll see, Sean. We'll see. I know you're a big Hawkinson guy. Yeah, I think he gets like 40% of the looks for Detroit. I mean, who knows what Goff's going to do. 40%? I'll be real happy, 40%. I feel like I heard that somewhere, but... I don't think you did, but that would be amazeballs for me. (laughs) I put it in the universe, so you're welcome. Time for some smack talk. was a pretty sick drop huh the parts that i understood definitely oh my <laughs> gosh can't please people around here anyways time for some smack talk katie your rival is the one and only ryan swain do you have any comments or smack talk for him uh i honestly don't know how ryan is my rival straight because up because i not, chose I'm... it for you okay okay good because i i <laughs> Remember if I did anything bad to Ryan to bring on his wrath? Um, yeah, you had one so, trade with him, duh. Yeah, but I thought we had a mutual agreement on that trade, so 
I'm not I'm not out to get anybody on trades. I've yet to learn enough about everybody to just hurt people. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I wasn't sure why he was my rival. I I honestly thought Connor was going to be my rival just from the stuff that we discussed earlier. But um, I get it. You guys are brothers, so that shot was already taken. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't. I I smack talk for me is kind of not something I do. Um, it's easy in the moment. So, I mean, you know, back to my paddle days, um, I'm more of, I, when it happens, I like the smack talk, then I don't like to, I, I don't want to be made fun of later, I think is the, the long story short. So I don't want to, you know, pick on people and then have it come back and bite me when, you know, if we lose or something. So that's we'll the whole OSU strategy. That's right. That's right. Um, maybe during the actual game, we'll get some smack talk going. We'll see. Yeah, that's that. This is just a teaser for week eight. Yeah. In, in all fairness, I don't think you actually know Ryan, so it it would make it difficult <laughs> to talk smack yeah. to him. I, I'd hate to start talking about his mama or something, and He's, I don't know. His mom is nothing a very about sweet him. lady, <laughs> and she's alive. So her his mom is fair game. No, okay. she is a very you, you sweet lady. Hurt. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay, well, I've got some smack talk. I know that not everybody in our Dynasty League is taking part in this auction best ball draft, but boy, do I have some smack talk. We were trying to fill the league, right? We only had, I think, eight people. We got nine at the very end, so I tried to fill it with just some random person. And so I went to a message board. I think it was the Fantasy Footballers message board and got this guy with the username Mahomesless. He seemed to be, you know, a little bit active in the beginning. And as soon as the draft starts, this guy just disappears. He won't message me. I DM'd him. He won't message in the chat. He's not bidding on people. He goes on auto draft. And so he's just like any player that gets nominated, he's bid, 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 bid all the way up to the player's projected dollar amount. Nobody's having any fun. (sighs) This guy, I can't believe it. I ended up having I ended up kicking him out of the league. Much to the chagrin of I'm sure Antonio, who was giving me all kinds of SHI, you know what, about how this guy was treating the league. Still don't know if that was serious or not. Antonio <laughs> hurt my feelings, by the way. All I'm trying to do is be a good commissioner over here. You guys got anything to say about this Mahomes list guy or girl? Maybe that's how he gets his name, Mahomes List, because he just, you know, goes to several different leagues. They he can't find a Mahomes. Leagues. Yeah, can't find a Mahomes, can't keep a Mahomes, so <laughs> Mahomes List. Uh, I figured that was a dad joke. Figured one of you would beat me to it, but hey, can't all be winners. Mm, stick around it to was, the end. I have, a, I have a new dad joke. It's going to be great. <laughs> it was very annoying, to say the least, because I was trying to do some type of strategy or – Everyone is trying out a strategy for a lot of people's first auction draft, except for Dylan over here, who's a pro at these, evidently. Um, but, I, I mean, it basically ruined every any value that you could get because everyone's just going exactly at what their projected is or above it. So it was bad. Yeah. I've done one auction draft, and I could not find the stat sheet that I was looking for that I used last year when I did the auction draft, but it was showing um, like projected values or draft values or something. So 
uh, I think last year, that's how I ended up with CMC before, you know, he like, you know, ripped his foot off or whatever. Um, <laughs> but I think I got him last year for like 60 and he was going for like 72. So like, so value perceived value, I think is what I was mm-hmm. looking for. I could not find it and real upset by that. And now that I'm the queen of the dollar club, <laughs> I think we know why. It's been proved to be pretty difficult to determine values. I think I think most of us are going to have trouble filling out our teams with decent players at the end. <laughs> or we'll actually say- we'll all have decent players, but that's because nobody else can bid on them except the person that's nominating them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so next, Will, this is for you. Will B. Lancaster, our good friend, my new best friend. I mean, this guy comes out and he's just throwing money everywhere. He, he spends $62 on Dak. What else did he do? 51 on Saquon, 35 on Michael Thomas, and then comes back with 28 on C.D. Lamb. I'm giving him crap for it. I don't know how he's going to fill out the rest of his team. This guy comes back with a, oh, well, I'm not even taking it this serious. I don't really care about this league. Well, dang it, Will. You play to win the game. That's weak sauce. You can't come over here and join this league and say you don't care. I know you care. You can't play it off like that. Shame on you. Weak sauce. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. (laughs) Playoffs? He's not making the playoffs. Not with that team. Get out of here with that you don't care i think we all know i was looking for a consort and i was begging him in the chat to just join the dollar club with me it's okay it's not as scary as you would think but i'm still lonely so eventually someone will get there i welcome all people to my kingdom queendom <laughs> well, the well, if you have any if you have any re- rebuttals you can either send it in the chat tomorrow or you can always email us at you can Smack you can Football. email us a uh, you can email us a voice memo and we'll put it in the podcast. That's what I was gonna say. Or you could you always bum. Uh, let us know. Oof. All right. Well, as just to recap, so everyone knows, Katie has spent um, all but sixteen of her. So we start with two hundred dollars in this auction league. Katie has spent all but sixteen dollars. Um, she has a, a solid big three, and then a young burrow. So she's got Josh Allen. Dalvin Cook, Travis Kelsey, and then Joe Burrow. So those are her four, four players. We're going to have 20 players total on the roster. It is and a you good have foundation. To you have to you... bid at least a dollar. So with all that being said, each of her remaining players will only will cost her $1. So Jalen um, Hurd, pick them up. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish that I could just be like, you know what? I don't need those like four bench spots. At least give me $2 a person, something. <laughs> but I've, you know, I've made my bed and now here we lie. <laughs> it's not a bad foundation, but you do, it would really behoove you if Burrow comes out healthy week one. It's, it's where you insert the teeth clenching emoji. Now, Burrow's going to be fine. Just fine. Fingers crossed. All right. 
Any uh, any more smack talk, Connor? You got anything? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm glad all of you uh, were kind enough to let me go on vacation last week and to to just listen to the to the draft order for uh, another league. And uh, yeah, I, it was it was fun. And now I'm like I, like y'all saw in the best ball league. I'm building a room under the house, so it's another project. All right, let's do some NFL news. Number one, again, Aaron Rodgers continues to be non-committal, but could attempt attend team camp at the end of July. For me, you know, as the Aaron Rodgers owner, starting to feel a little better. Starting to feel a little better. I think he's coming around. I think he had his he had his fun summer, and now it's time to get down to business and throw another forty TDs. To my guy, Devontae Adams. Nothing? I mean, uh, I, think, I think money and loyalty, I think in the end, I think I would lean towards he's still a Packer. I just, I don't think he would do that to his fans. I don't think he'd jump ship like that. And I think, I don't think he'd do it to his guys. I mean, you know, Devontae Adams being one, so. It just doesn't seem like something he would do. But what do I know? It's not like we're besties. Well, the, I, the I quote, the quote, quote was by Aaron Rodgers said that. So this was on June 11th. So a couple days ago, he said July, July 11th, my bad, that he'll figure things out in a couple weeks is what they is what Aaron Rodgers said when talking to NBC Sports. So um Team camp is at the end of July, and I guess we'll we'll figure that out. We can only hope. I, would, I can only. I would hope. be nervous if if you if I owned him, but that's just me. Next, I mean, trade uh, talks Dave, are always open. If you want to slide into the, my DMs, probably not going <laughs> to trade him, but I'm willing to listen. Next, speaking of trading, Devon or Devonte, David Montgomery, that the head coach Matt Nagy said that he wants 20 touches a game for for their young, quote-unquote, star running back. Hype train. Almost at full speed for David Montgomery. Yeah, geez. And then there's, there's also a word about uh, Tariq Cohen not looking the same, not to, the, to how he has been in the past, and that uh, Damian Williams will, will be like that, the sole backup to David Montgomery. So – Damian Williams, we'll the guy that opted out last season. Who was also the MVP of the Kansas City Chiefs championship. And, you know, I guess since the university claims him, we can too. He's a he's a Sooner. <laughs> so if anyone is interested in the hype train of David Montgomery, I think Baxter would uh, would also like to like for you to slide in, the, in his DMs, and you can always reach out and try and get him from him. Just got a uh, just got an Instagram notification that my grandma's on Instagram, so there's that. Um, point number three: Saquon won't commit to being healthy in Week One. You think he'll be out there? Maybe not a hundred percent. Or you think he's going to wait it out for a few weeks into the season? Like I don't think he had his surgery until like late October last year. Yeah, I would think that he 
when in doubt, I feel like he would just play it safe. There's you're not going to win any championships as an actual NFL team. They're not going to win any championships in week one. Um, there's really no rush to get back. It'd be better if he gets back healthy. So week one, he plays Denver. So, so defense. They weren't very good last year. And then week two, he plays at Washington. So who knows, maybe wait till week three and come back against a soft Atlanta defense or, or something like that. But if he won't commit to week one, I, I am hesitant to say that he will be there week one. So um, let's see who, who Jake is playing. Cause so week one, Jake is playing Antonio. So, um, who he has been an uh, advocate for putting his quarterbacks on the taxi squad. So looks like Jake might still win. This next one is for me, basically. Jalen Rager is expected to see more slot work. That's slot, S-L-O-T, work this year. Um, I think it could be a good thing. I don't know. It seems to be a good be able to work the inside. I, I know he he did both inside and outside work at TCU last year. Dealt with a lot of injuries. I I don't know if he runs a bunch of inside short routes. Do I think Jalen Hurts can get him the ball easier? Yes, I do. I don't know how much I trust Jalen Hurts' arm down the field. I agree there. I I was gonna say. I mean, I don't I don't see Jalen throwing it far down the field, but I also with the slot guy that's the quick pass um i feel like if Jalen rolls out he's gonna roll out and run he's not gonna be able to roll out throw against his body like i don't quote better quarterback i mean i had Jalen on my team last year so he he did fine for me so i guess we'll see some pretty good analysis though on the on any any rollouts or anything like that he's a fantasy quarterback more than he is a good NFL quarterback which we prefer we prefer better at fantasy not in real life <laughs> yes that's for sure all right Next Sean one. this is this is kind of still for you I don't know I mean you might be a little on edge at the end of this this segment but Buffalo said they're going to take the hot hand approach in the backfield with the uh, with Zach Moss and and Devin Singletary I mean maybe Matt I mean Rita, this is you know uh, spin zone, spin zone. This is great news for me because I don't know if you know this, but Zach Moss's hands, they run real hot. That <laughs> ball. <laughs> I mean, the fool doesn't even wear gloves. His hands are so hot. So I had no idea where you're going. So <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be great right. for me because they're never going to take Zach, the ball out of Zach Moss's hands. The guy's going to be, he's going to, he's going to have 1800 yards and, and 11 touchdowns this year. Unless Josh Allen, you know, runs it in nope. before. But... Josh Allen's a passer now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to cut Matt Breida. Yeah, that probably that yes. might happen. But uh, Mexican, so Antonio, has does have Devin Singletary. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Devin Singletary's got these little tiny baby hands that he can't seem to keep warm. So I don't I know how know they're going to give him Singletary the ball. Was, Devin Singletary's only 5'7". Yeah, little tiny baby I, hands. I did not know that. Little cold little baby hands. So we'll we'll see. And that, that'll be interesting to, to see. And then we talked about this in the chat, I believe. Yeah. 
about Nikhil Harry asking for a trade out of out of uh, the Patriots camp and that, but he's still likely to camp. So still trying to have, keep a good relationship. And, but I mean, he was like a, he was first round draft pick, wasn't he? Yeah. And then from the, just from podcasts I've listened to, he was like a first round rookie or a first, like a one one rookie pick in standard yeah. leagues of dynasty. So that's, the word on the street is that he does want out of the Patriots, but does not want out of of the Jedi Council. Will's team uh, doesn't oh. seem like Will is is willing to trade his his asset, Nikhil Harry. So that is does, the first that is first report of that. So uh, yeah. I thank you for that, Sean. Yep, Jedi hey. Council, big Nikhil Harry fans. Is there a team out there that would want him? I mean, he hasn't exactly gotten to prove himself. Um, wasn't he hurt? Um, I, I bet he goes to the Raiders. Seems like a John Gruden kind of guy. They love wide receivers, and then they pitch <laughs> them and not use them. So yeah, sure. yeah. From what I've heard, if anything, they they some a team could throw a fifth or a sixth rounder at him and give him a chance if they need some wide wide receiver depth. But I mean, there's no commitment to that. Even if they if he does go somewhere else, and he would have to kind of show out. I feel like. The next is next news. We got some bubble news. Jordan Howard, Benny Snell, and Devin Funches all appear to be on the roster bubbles of their respective teams. Jordan Howard is in Philly, Benny Snell's in Pittsburgh, and Devin Funches is on Green Bay. I don't know that we need to spend too much time on this, but thought I'd put it out there. As as that's as well as uh, I saw for Mark Ingram and Matt Breida as well. So. Ah, yes. All kind of well, besides Funches, but all all running backs that are have not been doing the best or have not shown that they can do uh, or can help their team. So, and so then Funches lastly, is on David's team. Uh, yep. Jordan Howard is not rostered, and neither is Benny Snell. So, right. And then I'm pretty sure. Um, let me see. Pretty sure Mark Ingram is on someone's team. I think he's on Mark Amon's team. Yep. And then I just dropped Matt Breida. So they're cheap if go. anyone wants to go out there and, and send something. I mean, uh, uh, of those five, I mean, I think in real life, I don't know about fantasy life, which, you know, doesn't really pertain to us, but I figured Funches has a decent shot. I mean, just because they need wide receivers in Green Bay. And then Ingram can sometimes surprise you, but Houston's a real mess. So. I don't really know there. Yeah, I mean, Houston has like eight different running backs right now on their roster, something like crazy, and they're all like over 26 or 27. I think Eamon has most of them on his team. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could see Ingram, you know, getting those, you know, red zone poaches, red zone snipes, whatever from, you know, whatever, Philip Lindsay or David Johnson's a starter. See him going in there on the third down from the five or whatever, mm-hmm. which is infuriating because he was definitely on my team and was getting sniped by the Gus Edwards and the J.K. Dobbins of the worlds. So, yep. Yep. this All last right. piece of news doesn't really affect our fantasy league, but I Anyone. found it really interesting this morning. Richard Sherman arrested in Seattle on burglary, domestic assault. It sounds like he was involved in maybe a hit and run accident from what I saw. 
and he was denied bail. So this guy is still sitting in jail, which is really interesting. So um, looks like his NFL career might be over if something comes out of this, but um, thought I'd throw that in there. Thought it was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he's has already not just arrested. He's he's been booked and charged. Yeah, on these. So he's um, it's in some uh, hot water. Yeah, I don't think the Saints are going to be uh, be continuing those contract talks about bringing him in. Was, was it, he it still is... with Cisco or was he a free agent? I don't remember because we don't do defense. But he was a free agent. Okay, yep. it's gonna be, it is hard to negotiate contracts from jail, from what I understand. Never experienced it. Before. Yeah, time limits on the phones, the yeah. background noise. It's kind of hard just to, to hear a good conversation. Well, that's all the news we got. Um, Connor, you got a dad joke? Katie, do you got a dad joke? Sorry, not I want to a- hear yours first. You want to hear mine first? Okay, this yep. is a good one. I hope you're ready for it. Okay. This is a, this is a new one I heard over 4th of July. Wait, I want to be the judge. Okay. I'm, you know, impartial judge here. So. Okay. Oh, what is it to come? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What is brown and rhymes with Snoop? Dr. Dre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Connor doesn't get it. That means it's a good one. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, they used to make a lot of music together. Oh, right, yeah. Snoop Dogg's a rapper, and they usually try and rhyme when they're rapping. So Dr. Dre rhymes with Snoop, and he's brown. I get it. I don't know why you had to bring race into it. but Well, I, I mean, it. because it, it comes off as going to be a poop joke, and then it's actually a rap joke. So, I mean, that's like a double whammy. Wow, that one fell flat. Thanks, Connor. Hope you have I a better it. one, because that one's pretty good. Um, we'll, we'll go with... Uh... I, I did not come prepared, so this is not uh, – I don't back this up fully. But, Katie, what? how does a taco say grace? I don't know. How does a taco say grace? She's a chef, so she should know this. But uh, a taco says, let us pray. <laughs> so you didn't have a – great joke prepared and now you're trying to curry favor with my career <laughs> so let's just build a rivalry um i'm gonna have to go with sean's you're dang I, right he, he had me it was it was such a <laughs> twist in the end you know with the brown and the poop so i think it's a it's, just, it's a complete different that's not as a dad joke it should not be categorized as a dad joke at all he m night Shyamalan me and had me in the end i don't know what that means either uh, so that's the podcast for tonight everybody sorry connor didn't hit record uh hope you enjoyed my quick recap we'll talk to everybody soon see y'all bye